0: Recently there has been a report that bears got into some form of pills that had dope in them and they went totally crazy, violent, acting in a way they have not seen bears act before. The same thing can apply with humans who become drunk. Are overcome by drugs. These give entrances to unclean spirits. In the religious term, they're called devils. The New Testament Bible has many examples of devils working inside people and animals. I was born again in 1975. After that, in the night while I was sleeping, God allowed me to see the Holy Spirit casting three devils out of me. Now, I had no idea that I had devils in me. One devil that was cast out of me was a lying spirit. Another devil that was cast out of me was a double-minded spirit. The third devil, I did not hear the name of that devil. But I can give you an example of this. The double-minded spirit was a real smart-alecky spirit, and he was skipping along in what I would think to be my chest cavity. And he ran right into the Holy Spirit. He tried to dart back and hide. And the Holy Spirit said, I see you, you must come out of her. You must go, you must go, you must go. And I felt like something was tearing out of my throat. Has the Holy Spirit caused that devil to have to leave my body? Yes, a Christian can have a devil. There was a member of our church group who gave entrance for devils to live inside her. Actually, there were two, two members of our church group who did this. One of them was totally overcome with a spirit of fear. And it happened because of me. I fell and had to go to the hospital, couldn't walk, had to have an operation, was in a rehab center for two and a half months, totally helpless. I know she became terribly afraid. God gave me a vision about her. She was standing at the foot of my hospital bed. She was just looking at me. She didn't say a word. And then all of a sudden, she turned and walked through the wall and disappeared. They were giving me narcotics at that time for pain because of the operation. And I thought it was some kind of hallucination. It was not an hallucination. About a month after I had this vision, she came into my hospital room, sat down in a chair, and said, I want you to know I no longer care about anyone or anything. I no longer read the Bible, I no longer read the blog. I don't care about anyone or anything. And I said to her, but if you go that way, what's going to happen to you? And she said, I don't want to talk to you about this. That was probably the devil in her saying that. Because devils do live inside people And they talk through people. We have examples of that happening with Jesus. I don't want to talk to you about this. Why? Well, that devil knew that I would be able to talk her out of this plan. Because I could prove to her beyond any doubt that she was following devils by the actions she was taking. How could I prove it? She said, I no longer care about anyone or anything. I could prove that was a lie, and lies come from devils. And she had taken into her heart lies from devils. And it wasn't even true, because she had a little dog that she just loved. And the minute I would tell her this, I knew she would wake up. And that concept of her not caring about anyone or anything would be shown to be a lie of the devil. But I didn't get to tell her that because she got up after she said that, went into the bathroom that was in my room, closed the door, And at the same time, a nurse came in to do something to me. And I called out to her and I said, don't leave until after the nurse leaves. But she snuck out of my room and left. That's the way devils operate. That's the way devils gain entrance. Now, what do we know about fear? She was afraid she was going to have to take care of me. And she wanted to escape. She had, I think, a rather bad experience having to take care of her mother. And then her father got old and she had to take care of him. And she'd never dealt with these things in a spiritual way. So they were hanging over there as a natural entrance to be afraid she'd have to take care of me. I could see where it all came from and i could see it was all from devils and that was the way they were using it and god had shown me that she was going to do this so i already knew ahead of time this was going to happen concerning fear where is fear where does it come from second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 for god hath not given us the spirit of fear. Well, then where does it come from? It comes from devils. In her case, I told you, she had a bad experience having to take care of a a sick mother until the mother died. She apparently was never healed by God by turning to God for healing but she tried to heal herself in secular ways. You can't do that. That will give entrance for devils to come into your life. She also had the same experience with her father when he was old. She even called me one time and said, Would you pray for my father to die? She said, he's becoming more and more of a burden to me. See, she had this root of fear that built up through a period of two or three decades that had never been dealt with fully in a spiritual way. Well, then I come along and she sees me helpless. Of course she's afraid that I will end up being the same burden that her mother and father were. But if you live that way and don't settle it with God, devils will eat you alive on anything. Well, the first proof for you is 2 Timothy 1, 7. God has not given us the spirit of fear. So when fear tries to come, devils are behind that. So you have to turn to God and pray for him to help you with this problem. And he will help you. But if you don't do it, fear will build on fear, on fear, on fear, on fear, until you can even be possessed by a devil who would cause you to do something completely irrational. So when fear tries to come to us, we can take this scripture, 2 Timothy 1, seven, and pray to God, you have not given me a spirit of fear. Please help me to see where this problem is coming in and to destroy this fear. God has given us power and love and of a sound mind People who get eaten up by devils usually become very irrational, and their thinking is very twisted. When we see these people who take guns and go out and kill other people, even strangers they're killing, it makes no sense whatsoever for them to destroy their life this way. You can even look at a picture of these individuals who are in this mode and see how fierce they look and how crazy they look. It's got to be devils. The world doesn't like to admit that there are devils, and certainly devils don't want to admit that there are devils. They might get cast out. But that's what it is. I'm usually shocked when they show a photograph of the person who killed, irrationally, other people. The Uvalde killer who killed all those children in Uvalde, Texas. And other killers, when they show the picture. The picture shocks me. You see the fierceness. You see the craziness. In the picture, throughout the Bible, God often spoke of unclean spirits, which are devils. Let's read a few scriptures on this. Mark 3, verse 11. And unclean spirits, when they saw him, when they saw Jesus, fell down before him and cried saying thou art the son of god luke 6:18 and they that were vexed with unclean spirits were healed acts 5:16 and there came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto jerusalem bringing sick folk, and them which were vexed with unclean spirits. And they were healed every one. He cast the devils out of them and told those devils not to return. Luke 4.36 And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this! For with authority and power, he, Jesus, commandeth the unclean spirits, and they come out. Some people give in to devils by believing them. Devils speak to your mind and bring destructive thoughts to you. They speak to your mind and try to stir you up to get you angry with another person and be offended with the other person. They influence you concerning what you do when you go along with them. What you have to be aware of is the anger, the offense being upset with someone over what they have done. Devils are behind that. What does the Holy Spirit do? Love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, meekness. So you can see that devils are behind that. Have you ever been so angry at someone that you later gained control of your mind and got normal and said, I just can't believe I did that? Most of us have had that experience. That irrational thinking that comes upon us comes from influence of devils in the situation. God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Sound mind. But those devils will come and bring a thought to you, and if you go along with them, they'll influence you all they can. They'll just bring another thought to influence you in a negative way, and eventually they will destroy you, and they can even possess you. We'll read the story of the man that lived among the tombs when Jesus came to that country, because those devils possessed the men that were affected by the devils. In one account, it tells of one man, and then it tells of two men. I believe that these three accounts in Matthew, Mark, Luke, are the same accounting. We'll read all three of them, but look as we read it about the irrational way these men acted. The violence that was behind what they did. Let's start with the accounting in Mark. Mark chapter 5. And they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he, Jesus, was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs A man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not even with chains, because that he had often been bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, great fierceness, great strength coming from devils. And the fetters broke in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. He was irrational. You couldn't reason with him because you'd be trying to reason with devils who are irrational. The only thing that would work is to cast that devil out of him or those devils out of him. Often there's more than one devil. Verse 5 And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. Crazy, irrational destruction comes from devils. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he, Jesus, had said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he, Jesus, asked him, What is thy name? And he, the unclean spirit, answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much, that he would not send them away Out of the country. Now there was nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out of the man and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000 swine, and they were choked in the sea. What have we seen? Devils bringing destruction. Devils causing a man to live in the tombs. Causing a man to be naked. There's another account that says he was unclothed. All irrational acts. Devils cause you to do crazy things. So the Bible says neither give place to the devil. Resist him. We'll read those scriptures in a minute. Let's look at Matthew chapter 8. Start at verse 28. And when he, Jesus, was come to the other side unto the country of the Gersenazes, there met him two possessed with devils, coming out of the tombs, exceeding fierce so that no man might pass by that way. People just had to avoid them. When I lived in Dallas, I met a woman who lived in East Texas. She had been a pharmacist, and she worked in an elementary school as one of the nurses. She was exceedingly fierce. One time, a principal made her mad, and his door was a glass door, and she took a radio and threw it through the glass door. She was exceedingly fierce. When she was about 43 or so, she had to go into the hospital for an operation. The night before the operation, a nurse appeared in her room. And the nurse said, now, Peggy, you won't be the same after this operation. You'll be different. Peggy, having a medical background, said, yes, I know. And the nurse said, no, I mean, you will be totally changed. After the operation, you won't want to be around the people you've been around. You will want to be around other people. I think she was probably a lesbian so she had the operation and the next day her friends came to see her and she just couldn't stand them she wanted to go to church and be around church people she was totally different and after that she came into the church and wanted to be with the church and do things with the church she went back to that hospital to talk to the nurse that came to visit with her the night before the operation there was no such person most likely it was an angel of god delivering a message because angels don't have wings they look like natural men You can tell that by the story of Lot when they came to destroy Sodom. They looked like natural men to the people of Sodom, Genesis 19. Well, she was one of those exceedingly fierce ones that must have had devils delivered by God out of her because she wasn't the same person after she was born again. So one of the things that this person possessed of devils, the devils actually were controlling that person's life, not just influencing his decisions, but they had moved in and were controlling him. Let's read it again. Matthew chapter 8, verse 28. And when he, Jesus, was come to the other side of the country, there met him two possessed with devils, coming out of the tombs, exceeding fierce, so that no man might pass by that way. Verse 29 And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do, do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Art thou come? Hither to torment us before the time? Verse 30. And there was a good way off from them, and heard of swine feeding. So the devils besought him, saying, If thou cast us out, suffer us to go away into the herd of swine. And Jesus said unto them, Go. And when they were come out, they went into the herd of swine. And behold, the whole herd of swine, two thousand, ran violently down a steep place into the sea and perished in the waters. Luke chapter 8 started verse 27. And when he, Jesus, went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man, which had devils a long time, and wore no clothes, neither abode in any house, but lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Now see, this is not the man speaking. This is the devil inside the man speaking. He said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God, Most High? I beseech thee, torment me not. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man, for oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and in fetters. And he broke the bands and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. Often devils will drive the person into hiding. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into the man. And there was a herd of swine feeding on the mountain, about 2,000 swine. And they, the devils besought Jesus that he would suffer them to enter into the swine. And Jesus suffered them. Verse 33. Then went the devils out of the man and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the lake and were choked. And when the people that fed the swine heard what was done, they came and told it in a city and in the country. And then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devils were departed sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Psychiatric hospitals are filled with people who have devils. I have no doubt about it. You give devils entrance by doing things like drunkenness, anger, I'm sure sexual sins, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, all the works of the flesh are things that give entrance to devils. We read about the works of the flesh in Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, Uncleanness, lasciviousness, lust, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, debating, fighting, emulations, trying to outdo each other, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murder, drunkenness, revilings, and such like. Devils work with the flesh to destroy those who will do what they want them to do. The Spirit of God brings peace, love, joy, gentleness, goodness. But the flesh will destroy the person. When that person yields to the flesh enough times, devils will certainly influence you. Devils will influence you to be angry with somebody. We had a woman in our church group who became offended by me. And after about 10 years, she told me this, that she was offended by me. And she harbored this offense. Why, she was eaten alive with devils. She ended up leaving us, but later came back. And the woman that parted from me in the hospital later, she came back. And she told me this. She said, I had no charity at all concerning you. And I felt really that at that time she was born again, when God revealed to her the truth about herself. But this woman that became offended with me, she told me what I had said to her, and she had twisted it so badly as she told me, I didn't even recognize it as being something I said. Later, I realized the way she presented it to me, I would have never said that to anyone. And I remembered what I did say. But it got so twisted inside her and misinterpreted that devils just ate her alive. And she was gone from us for about three years. And then she came back to us. I knew it was devils. I knew it was irrational. When something happens like that, you must take control and don't give in to devils. Let's look at three more scriptures here. Now, I have several scriptures I have attached to this podcast, so I want you to be sure and read each of these scriptures and think about it, because I know that you will have seen people do these things that the devil causes. Well, let's look at John 10.10. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus says, But I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter time, in the latter days, before Jesus comes, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, Paul says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Homosexuals and lesbians will increase in the last days. That's what the without natural affections is. We'll stop here for a second and look at what God says about homosexuals and lesbians being without natural affections. Romans chapter 1, verse 24. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own Bodies between themselves. Verse 26. For this cause. God gave them up. Unto vile affections. For even their women. Did change the natural use. Into that which is. Against nature. And likewise. Also the men. Leaving the natural use of the woman. Burned in their lust. One toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, the way of God, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not Convenient. What about those people who say, Well, I was just born this way? No, they weren't just born that way. In the beginning, God created them male and female. God turned them over to a reprobate mind because they changed the truth of God into a lie. Verse 25. Read all of Romans 1 and you will see the truth from God's statement about homosexuals and lesbians there will be an increase in homosexuals and lesbians in the last days because paul said there would be an increase that they would be without natural affection reading once again second timothy chapter 3 verses 1 through 5 Paul says, This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent. Fierce, fierce, the devil knows his time is short, and he's even more fierce toward the end before Jesus comes, revelation twelve, twelve despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Some of them will even go to church, but they won't do the scriptures. So Paul tells us what we're supposed to do just turn away from them. And in verse 13, Paul says, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. They won't get better, it'll get worse. Hasn't it gotten worse each decade as you look backward? The things that they televise on movies shows you that. It's totally different today than it was in the 1940s. Sin has always been here, but it's more open today, and they flaunt it in front of us. We see it on the TV screen when we turn our TVs on. We see it in the commercials. These things show us it's getting worse and worse. Let's look at three more scriptures. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 27. Neither give place to the devil. Every time you do one of these works of the flesh, you give place to a devil to enter in to influence you. Instead, turn to God and pray such things as David prayed. Psalm 51, verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. I often pray that when I have had any disagreement with another person. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And Ephesians 4.26. When you're angry, don't sin. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Don't carry it over from one day to the next. These are ways that you can fight devils that would influence you. Now, I encourage you to go back and read all of the writing. And allow God to work with you on this subject. And thank you for allowing me to share with you.